0: Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakuri, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of September 3rd, 2021. I'm your host, Kent, and with me, we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna.
1: Hey, everyone. Ginky.
0: Oh, ginkies indeed. Finally, the tripod is back together. Yay. Woohoo! Finally! How have we been and uh, what we've been listening to as of late? Let's start with you, Luna.
1: I've been busy-, busy and listening to a lot recently, thanks to all these dang playlists I created. So, let's break out Luna's latest playlists. So, I was listening to some AAA again, some Aisha... I went back to Adashi Turning Up for the Summer. I also went back to Edu, but more of her old stuff, I started re-listening to her Spotlight album, and I've mainly had Spotlight 22 and One Last Time on repeat. Also been listening to Akira's Lonely Boy, because she's been releasing a lot of stuff on her YouTube page, and I absolutely love that song. One of my new favorite songs is Miyachi, Trapped a super, super lit track called Chuhai and it reminded me of Japan all over again and I I love it his rap is good in it it's very Americanized but he did make it Japanese with the chuhai and I like that he's in the, the famima the family mart totally buying all the highs. and it made me really really happy so that's been my favorite track of the week still listening to Ta's with his video featuring Stax T and Simba also went back to Tanaka Alice, as I really like her vocals. Her song, The Pirate Song, and Watch Out are fantastic. Also still on a Yayoi Diamond Kick due to the Top Gal. And still on a Cream Kick thanks to Chupa Chops. And now I just want some Chupa Chops. And let's see, went back to some more summery tracks, like Double Summertime and Rock the Party. I Don't Like Mondays, Diamond Lemonade, Tonight went back to some jasmine with hashtag agadu and hands up also found a koichi song i really liked and i got into him thanks to seven featuring minami and i love the beat minami's vocals are amazing i just love their collaboration and let's see i went back to he die die thank you ken slow and easy and stand by me stand by you And of course, some Kodakumi Enflow. Been listening to a lot of Meiji, Garden every single day, One More Kiss, Be Mine, Kimigasiki Dayo. More of her early stuff, despite me getting her second best album in the mail, which is glorious. And that's, I'm just going to stop there because the list can go on and on, to be honest. There's so many good releases besides what our topic will be. I've been listening to a lot of that and a few other hip-hop artists and some other stuff. So what about you, Gray? What have you been listening to?
2: Yeah, uh, I've been mostly listening to, I'm still high on my white jam. I've been listening to mostly that. I've been listening to Every Season, which is a Dice album. And uh, I have also been listening to Jong-kun Suk. I went back and listened to Emotions earlier this week and really love it. I was jamming to Some Baby by Ballistic Boys earlier today. Uh, Other than that, nothing too much. Uh, Ken, what have you been listening to?
0: So I've been listening to a various amount of things. Honestly, I kind of went back on a a little bit of a a weird kick here. And I went down the Love Live rabbit hole. And I actually listened to one of my favorite songs from Muse, which is Snow Halation." So, there's that. And I've been also listening to Otto's latest single, The Yoru no Perito. Uh, I've been listening to Sniff by Pinocos, which is on her latest Melancholy EP. And I've been kind of diving into Black Humor a little bit more by I Don't Like Mondays, which is their latest album. And their song Moon Knight is absolutely phenomenal, so I highly recommend it. And then, same as you, Luna, I've been also on a Hurry, I Die kick, and I've been listening to his latest single called Peekaboo, which is fairly good as well. After that, I've been listening to Tendray's latest single, Flower, that also came out within the last couple weeks. So, kind of just all over there this time around. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to this week's topic here. And <laughs> this this one was a very, very bit of a love letter in part two to what you've been lo- liking a lot as of late, Luna. And this time we kind of took the genre of um, male rap artists and we kind of wanted to be like, if you listen to that genre, what is one artist or group that you would recommend to to people? And since... This is pretty much built around you, Luna. Why don't you go take the, take the fall first?
1: Oh, I'd love to take the fall, and you're you're correct, Ken. This has been where I've gravitated lately. And the funny thing is, is I go on and off with hip hop, but lately I have been on a huge hip hop rap kick. So I had a difficult decision because there are about five or six artists I wanted to choose. To be honest, there are so many I love right now. But I went with Yellow Bucks. And it was actually thanks to you, Ken, that I got into them. And it was mainly because you shared a... I, I hope I say his name right. Code, Code Joy song. And I ended up loving that track. And I ended up loving freaking Yellow Bucks because I started diving in. But I kind of pushed him off when you originally sent him to me. Then I got back into him when The Moment featuring I came out. And... Yellow Bucks is a very new rapper in the industry. He debuted in 2019. And I mean, within two years, it's pretty good. He's had a decent discography so far, a lot of EPs. And I feel like he's established himself very well due to a lot of the collaborations he's done. And he's collaborated with a lot of artists, both I like and Ken likes. And it's actually thanks to that, you know, I dived in. But... It, I will say with Yellow Bucks, he's going to be hit or miss for a lot of people, and here's why: his rap is very Americanized, and he has an American style in the beats, in his rap itself. And I mean, you can tell and hear all the influence he had, he took from American rap, and mainly '90s and 2000s rap. As as I see it, is his beats remind me of that style? More so than newer rap because he doesn't use a lot of synthesization a lot of the new rappers use. And I think that's why I enjoy it. He goes with more of the chill rap style. And, you know, you're smoking, you're drinking, that type of thing that it used to be like and not what it is now. And that's the reason I've gravitated for toward him is because of his style. So... One of the big tracks I am gonna recommend is "The Moment," which is more of an I song than a Yellow Box, but his rap is very good in it. And if you, it's a good sampling song to get into him. If you're on the fence about checking out his music, I say start with "The Moment" featuring I because you get a good idea of his style of rap because this is really what he is, and I love that it, it that it shows that. And also the Kojue song he did. Um, is fantastic. Um, but another one I recommend is My Resort off his Jungle album, which came out in 2020. Being honest, his Jungle album is amazing. I loved almost the whole thing. But My Resort stuck out for me due to it's a faster paced hip hop track. It shows off his cadence. I mean, he has the beats that knows how to... Him, his beats and his rap match very well and i think it's an easy track to either i wouldn't say really dance to but just kind of chill to and you can kind of do your hip-hop sway or whatever you want to call it so I, that's one of the big things i like i liked about it i also enjoy i also recommend a song to the top with t and t is another rapper that i've started to get into and i think yellow bucks and T together make a very good team their rap is on point i love the piano beat at the beginning and i actually think it blends very well with the track so out of those i mean i recommend starting with these he does have a lot more hardcore rap tracks which i personally love but i would go with more of the chill lighter stuff before you really really dive in so I'm curious to hear what both of you think just because we don't cover the style usually. And I mean, we talk about it sometimes or I do. So Ken, did you want to go first?
0: No, Gary, why don't you go first? Yeah,
2: this is a, st- this is a style. I, I I'll be honest. I, and if you're a long time listener to the show, you know, it's not really something I tend to listen to. Uh, but yellow bucks is interesting and I I can hear his talent. I think he's, pretty good uh he's not for me I, I don't think i'll be listening to him anytime soon uh but he definitely has good rap and cadence he, he definitely knows what he's doing uh i really did like the moment which i do think is is more of an eye song than it is a yellow bucks song but i think he shines in that song and stands out really well uh so that one really stood out to me i really really like that particular track uh, my resort is okay uh i didn't oh yeah it it's I, I don't have too much to say about it, but I think it's okay. Uh, to the top, it's interesting. I I've, it's it's catchy in a weird way, but at the same time, it, like I said, it's not really for me. But uh, if you like a good like rap duo, sort of like To the Top, I thought like was a pretty solid track overall. But yeah, I can see the appeal for Yellow Bucks.
0: Yeah, so for me, like I, like you have aptly said, Luna. I've this is an artist that I've seen in passing and hasn't really really gone into so to speak i mean he's he runs in the same circles as several other artists that i listen to around this genre and from what i've previously heard i was kind of just lukewarm about him to be honest and i think like you just said gray the moment is probably one of his standout songs out of the three songs that you did recommend for us or you would recommend for other people the moment is probably one of those standouts, but it is a feat, more of a featuring song for him compared to the other two songs that you recommend with My Resort and To The Top. And if I had to pick out of those two, I, I mean, I really did like My Resort just a tad bit more. It does have that really Western style that unfortunately that... I kind of was looking for it at that time, and it's it's alright. It's kind of like in the mood of what I with my artist that I picked as well. But overall, it I like Yellow Bucks more as a collab artist, and it's unfortunate to say that. And I think his their 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 skill overall is much more akin to that, to my opinion. But everything else, it's kind of just alright in my personal opinion there.
1: And I do agree, his collabs are the best because most of the ones I would say that I gravitated for are all the collaborations.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, he is, they aren't a a bad artist, I'm not gonna say that, but it really feels like they are more of a, a, a add-on piece, so to speak, compared to the the main show, in my opinion. <laughs>
1: Yes, and I I feel like maybe he just had doesn't have that doesn't have that style to do a full song, but I do agree like the featuring stuff is great like with MC Tyson and Miachi and you know depending on who he does something with, I like it, but it's, you know, it's like his solo stuff just there's so- it feels like there's something missing when you do listen to
0: it. But yeah, with that let's move on to your artist here gray and who did you decide to introduce to us uh
2: yeah uh he's actually an artist i wanted to go back and revisit and uh he he has shifted away from like the hip-hop rap scene and is really more into pop he still does have some rap in his music uh so so if you're looking for a guy who raps but, but not hip-hop or rap i think rudolph is a really good pick because he, he's doing something that a lot of other Groups tend to not do, and I didn't realize this, but it's been two years since I covered Root Alpha for Music Corner, and so I did want to go back and listen to him, because he dropped his 23 album last year, and he's had five singles drop this year, and they're really, really good. He's also been working with a lot of artists like Bantyfoot, and Lee, and Spicy Soul. So he's been busy, and I really really like it. I uh, one of the songs that has come out recently that I really really love is Beautiful Day. Uh which is an amazing upbeat number. I really there is not a whole lot of rapping in this track. Uh but it does have trumpets and a nice piano background. It's a really good song. I really really liked that one. Uh his latest track uh Joan Netsu Nota is really really good. It has a really nice guitar opening and it really eases you into the song. And then uh, one other track I wanted to highlight is his track, Hallelujah, which is on his 23 album featuring uh, Bossy. And that's another really good track. It also has some trumpets in it and stuff. And, you know, it's nice when you hear like a, that, that trumpet sound with a, in the background while, while there's rapping. I really, really like that. Like I said, you don't hear that too much. And to me, like that's what I, for me, I want to hear more of a composition. I've always said this. I've I've been very consistent about that. I've never been a big fan of the minimalist compositions. And, you know, I understand that it's a very popular style and I I get that there is an appeal to it, but it's never appealed to me. And so for me personally, I, if I was ever going to recommend a rap artist, it would be somebody a little bit more into the pop side than it would be the heavy R&B stuff. So uh, th- so I, I went in with Root Alpha and I know it's been a while, so I'm curious to hear what y'all, y'all's thoughts are of Root Alpha. Uh, Luna, let's start with you. What did you think of uh, Root Alpha?
1: So what you did say is he's definitely more pop, and like the songs that you picked, like "Janet uh, Tsunauta no Uta" is. I mean, being honest, I, I when I first heard it, I had to second guess because I didn't hear any rap. But his older stuff, some of his older stuff, is definitely more hip hop rap. And I wish if he did more tracks like "It's Only Love" or "Boy Meets Girl" off his twenty three album because those were fantastic. And when Rudolpha Ru- does rap he is a great rapper and I, I do understand, you know, he's getting more popular. So the pop scene is probably more, Hey, I can get more listeners going pop than I could with hip hop rap, which is the case with, you know, many artists and a genre crossing. But I mean, for me, I, I didn't care for to no Uta or beautiful day. Um, I didn't care for paradise. No offense. I thought the rap in spotlight was really good. And I, I, like I said, I loved It's Only Love. That was probably my personal favorite track by him. And, you know, his adolescence album from like 2016 was pretty good. I do like that he does incorporate more instruments into his music. But also I feel like when you start doing that, you become a different genre. I mean, hip hop and rap is mainly beats than actual instruments. And so for me, I'm. I'm, like, really indifferent. I think his rap is great. And I like that he does incorporate more, you know, more instruments into it. But I'm so, like, iffy on him. So I'm very selective. But I think if you're trying to break into the hip-hop rap genre slowly, he is a good starting point because he's more pop than hip-hop. So it's, like, you know, you can, like, slowly join in.
0: So for me... Yeah, no, it's exactly kind of how Luna said it. He really did transition from rap to pop and kind of doing, like, hybrid style, which is fine. Like, I I don't mind that at all. I mean, currently, Serp is going in kind of that hybrid style as well into rap and R&B and soul and a little bit pop as well. So, I mean, for for that kind of matter, I don't really mind it. I really did like Hallelujah though, and it's probably one of, out of the three that you did choose for us here, Hallelujah is probably one of my favorites, and Beautiful Day, I have a little bit of Ifsa with it, but overall, I mean, give me more songs like Hallelujah. I mean, it's fairly similar to Syrup's Overnight song in that kind of tone of, more kind of poppy style, but it does have that rap in there. And I kind of really, really like that. So
2: Yeah, no, I I, I get it. And honestly, I I hadn't really thought about it. And I do get where Luna is coming from because, you know, hip hop and rap, it is all about rapping to the beat. And uh, there are artists that I really think uh, really can, you know, they, they incorporate the beat, but they can also do a little bit more with the composition. Uh, than just um, a beat in the background, because uh, beats important to all music, whether people realize it or not. So I, I think like there is a there's a medium, but I do think Rude Alpha has shifted a little too far into the pop. But like I said, uh, for me, like I I mean I no matter who I would pick, they would lean way heavier pop. M- maybe not as heavy as Rude does currently, but. Uh, yeah, I will. always probably lean a little bit more towards pop because that's just what I like, and you know that's just how it is. But you know, I, I I would like to see he's moved away a little bit from his rap, and he's been doing a lot more singing lately. And as a fan of Root I I really love his rap style. I think he's like I mm. said it last week. He's my favorite rapper in the Japanese music industry, and I would love to see him rapping more than what he does. So I I will I will say like I hope he goes like keep like the composition work but move back but like instead of less singing more rapping is what i want to see from him because i think he's a great rapper and the, his latest tracks i i liked all three of them but you know at the end of the day i think uh you know i'd like to see a lot more rapping done than than the little bit that he does he's really gotten away from it and that, that kind of saddens me a bit as a fan
0: Now you say that that he's your favorite rapper and stuff like that. that However, that is a yeah, solo yeah, no, no. rap artist. Yeah, that is a solo rap artist. Because I know I know LOL is kind of knocking on your door there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I wanted to clarify uh, because I mean you know I
2: love Honoka. I I actually I think she's my favorite. If if like I went like overall like I think she's my absolute favorite. But uh like as a solo artist, uh,
0: Root Root I think is my favorite. Uh, Just I I, like his. Where would because I did mention it earlier? Where would syrup be in that list?
2: See I I know that he has rap in in his music but i don't I, to me i don't consider him much of a rap artist like i know he had like he's incorporated some of that uh but to me i just don't think of him that way i think of him more as like a, a soul r&b fusion guy
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh and so like to me like i to me he wouldn't be on my list just because i just don't see him in that light but i mean i could like i said, I, I know he does it i've heard him do it but uh, it's just not in my headspace. That's not where he's at for me. Uh, mm. I do mm. like his rap style when he does rap. I like it a lot, but uh, it's not. Like I said, I don't see him as a rapper, and and that that's mm. just me.
0: Mm-mm-mm. I see. We'll see. But yeah, with that, let's go on to my artists here. Now, when you know when I cover the topic of rap, several artists come to mind that I would absolutely love to. Introduce such as Kojoe, you know Stan Kart, K and M, and then Hentai Shin Club. They're they're absolutely phenomenal artists. That if you guys have the time, go ahead and kind of look them up. There are my like little seals of approval there. However, out of all of them, one artist really just stands out to me for the genre of rap, and that would be Daichi Yamamoto. You know, and I haven't been really shy about him on the show before and on the site if you guys look at my own Gakugos. He's an absolutely amazing vocalist and he really conveys that really urban style of rap in his vocals. And, you know, his song One Way is a perfect example of that. You know, he really does have that Western style flair, which is something I kind of really needed during this time. And his rap skills are kind of no joke and he can kind of go to blow to blow. With the best of them in the japanese genre of rap and you know his song mirrors from Stutz is a really highlight of that skill however as much as his solo work is phenomenal a lot of his collaboration works is probably one of the best use of his talents kind of like how i feel with with yellow bucks a lot of his collaboration songs really really do very well and one of them, it's kind of cheating with this one. It is another Stuts song, but it's with Stuts and Takako Matsu with their Presence project. It's absolutely really amazing. And his small part in part four and the remix really bought out the best of them for him. And it made me really kind of fall in love with this artist again. And while I do agree with Grey at certain times that, you know, artists in the Japanese market kind of need to inherently have that Japanese style to be different otherwise they kind of inherently lose what it means to be a Japanese artist but I kind of think that Yamamoto kind of proves of the traditional Japanese way of things of taking something and kind of adding their own little flair to kind of be a little bit better in my opinion but that's just me and I'm gonna go over to you gray first because i know this genre overall is probably the hardest for you specifically from the artist that me and yeah or me and luna picked so what did you think of daiji Yamamoto?
2: yeah no i think he's a talented rapper and i i will i'll go ahead and say i i do like his rap style and I think I would like him a lot more if he just worked with different compositions. I, I know I've, I've leveled that criticism toward a couple of other guys that you've really recommended for rap. Uh, cause I do think, can you have a really good ear for rap? And I think you really find very talented rappers and, and this, um, my, my own again, uh, cause I don't want to beat a dead horse, but my hang up with the, you typically rap artists is just the, the compositions, like I get it, I get why they they have the compositions that they do. That's the that's the style, that's the genre, that's what people do, and it's just not never been something I, I like. Uh, One way was okay, I, I wasn't crazy about it, but I, I like I couldn't. I it's all right. Uh, Mirrors is also okay. I didn't like both of this like One Way and Mirrors. I didn't dislike, but I didn't like either. It just kind of like fell in like neutral territory for me. And uh, I will say I did like Presence Four.
0: I, I don't know why. Uh, I think it's there's kind of l- funny that that you really like that particular song because he's only in I want to say a 45 seconds of the song. <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, again, it's the composition. I, it, it's a little bit more there for me uh, than, than the other two, and I think that's why I liked it. I mean, I wouldn't download it or anything like that, but I, as far as like, uh, you know, I did like it. I felt like, you know, it, it, there's, it has a really interesting composition and accompaniment that goes with it, and um, the there's the um, the various vocalists that are involved in it too that I wound up liking, and it it's a interesting song that comes together in a very interesting way, and I, I felt like that was, well, I think that's why I liked it, but yeah, I. I like um like I said I think Daichi Yamamoto is a really good rapper uh I, I'm not gonna say he's like I think he's really good uh just uh like I said I wish he worked with different compositions uh but
0: I think he's good I think uh, he's and I talented. think that's a little bit on my end because I chose the songs I chose yeah as well because yeah I can see why he's popular and why people
2: like him and. I think he's really good, and and if you like that a uh, more Western style, I think there's plenty to like the fine and Daichi Yamamoto
0: that you'll like. Now, this is a question specifically towards you. Out of the two artists that me and Luna picked, which one? I know that you probably wouldn't listen to either one of them. Yes, but <laughs> if Gun to gun, gun to Head, if you had to choose one. Uh, I would probably say Yellow Bucks because of the
2: collaborations. Hmm. Probably, Gun to Head scenario. It'd be tough. The gun to Head scenario. It, it, it'd be tough. I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say it'd be. It'd be a very simple pick. I'd, I'd have to think on it for a little while. But it, I got I, I feeling Yellow Bucks though. Yeah, got yeah. Gut feeling Yellow Bucks. I do like. Da- I, like I said, I do think Daichi really talented. Uh, and if Daichi mixed up his composition work a bit more, I think I would like him a bit more than Yellow Box.
0: Uh, but, like I said, it could yeah. just be because of the three songs I've chosen. Possibly.
2: Yeah. And, and that, that's why, um, I, I know you talked about maybe doing him as an MC and, like, you know, I'd love to do, like, do somebody like like him as an MC. Even if I'm Not I after up, what you just said. No. Nah, well. <laughs> I, I was like, he might actually have some songs that I like, just, uh,
1: Blueberry is no, probably the, one of my favorites.
2: The the My People song is just I like the way My People is spelled, so I I would be interested in that song just just for that. I haven't listened to it yet, but I see it and I'm like, "Ah, you know, My People
0: might be very interesting." I what that. What about you, Luna?
1: So, thanks to you, I've already listened to a lot of Daichi. You introduced me to Blueberry, which is on his Elephant in My Room album. That album is just phenomenal. And Presence Part 4 has a with Stots and Takako Matsu has pretty much already been on my playlist, to be honest. I've been listening to it since you introduced it to me, and there's several versions of presents that are amazing, but I love Daichi's rap in it. One way was one that I glossed over, so I was very glad you picked it because I ended up loving that, and his rap is so good. And like you said, it's very urban, but he does a good job of combining eats me, eat east and west and i do like that because he has a lot of western influence but he still adds the eastern influence making for a very good combination and i loved mirrors that was one i actually glossed over because it was by stutz and not you know he was more of a featuring artist but i loved him with sunman and stutz i mean i thought that was really good and I mean, I I think Daichi Yamamoto is one that is very underrated because if it weren't for Ken, I think I would have discovered him, but not as soon as I did. It would have taken me a lot longer to get to him. And he is a, I think he's phenomenal rap wise. He has great vocals and I like his chill style. And that's the other thing that draws me to him. So he's one that I would recommend to people because most people aren't going to find him easily, to be honest.
0: But yeah, with that, let's go on to this week's Music Corner here. And this week, it is your artist, Luna. So why don't you go ahead and take the wheel?
1: All right. So I switched up and did a little something different this week. So I'm excited. So... Yay! Yay! So for my music corner this week, I did a a alternative singer-songwriter named Ren, and it's capital R lowercase C, e, capital N. And he is actually, I didn't put this on the website, but he is a former race car driver. And he got interested in music at the age of 10 when he studied abroad in England for a while to become an athlete. And due to an injury, he ended up later more being in, aspired to be a singer, especially growing up listening to a lot of british rock and pop he was heavily influenced by the british music scene so he began his career in 2015 by completing what's called the hyakus and renma 2015 which has over 102 live concerts in a year in the kanto region and he also appeared in the fuji rock festival 20 in the same year in 2016 he made his official debut with the album lights So the thing I like about Ren is he is a unique blend of music as he incorporates what he learned and heard in the UK and Japan together by creating this hybrid style of West meets East in lyrics and sound. So his music tends to give more of a rock band feel as well. And it's really due to the way he utilizes the acoustic guitar in his music. It gives him a very memorable sound. And that's actually how I found him. I was watching this year's Fuji Rock Festival streamed live. I did not realize he was one person. I thought he was a band at first just because it was how he made the his acoustic, how he had the acoustic setup and how he utilized his guitar and his vocals. I was very surprised and I started diving into him and I ended up really liking his music because he just gave me this big band feel and it was a nice, smooth, soothing type of rock style. I, I, I don't even know really how to incorporate it, because at times he can sound generalist, but he's classified as alternative. So he's hard to really ping, to be honest. Um, but Illumination was the first track I heard by Ren, and I actually fell in love with it due to his vocals and sound. Hearing it live at Fuji was just amazing. I know it was streaming, but still it made an impact on me. And I actually went out and I'm like, okay, who is performing because I'm catching the song. And I read all the comments and I, I researched it, but I watched his whole live and he was great. But illumination is the one that first took my interest, his piercing vocals, the lyrics. And he just moved me with his emotion and the use of his acoustic guitar the next track I, I ended up diving into that I really liked was Tell Me Why and it is a slower song and with a beautiful piano opening and it just gets you hooked and pulls you in. I think he does a good way of showing off his vocals in this track as he knows how to match them with the with the song giving power where it needs to be. And I, I, I like that he does it with a lot of his slower tracks. And there's more that follow in that suit. One of his latest ones which is called Running Forward he took a little bit more of a different turn than his usual style. And I like that he was trying to switch it up a little. It's more of a pop rock with a catchy beat. And he shows off his this, especially in, from the verses to the chorus. And I also enjoy how fast-paced running forward is compared to some of his other tracks. And it just jumped out at me as it gave a different vibe. So, I mean, I... I found him very interesting and he has a relatively short discography for those who want to check him out. He only he currently has three studio albums, Lights, Lifesaver, and Rembrandt, which Rembrandt is actually releasing on September eighth. He has two EPs, Sonzai Shomei and Fallen, and he has eleven digital singles. And you can check out his official website, Twitter, Instagram, and the music video for Illumination on our site. But, so I'm curious to hear what both of you think because I jumped out of my genre a little bit. And and also I think Ken, you were a little bit familiar with him before I I put him on the spotlight. Gray, did you want to start?
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to. Uh, I thought Ren was a very interesting pick and uh, I, I wound up liking him overall. I felt like uh, he was a very interesting style i i liked him i i know you said alternative but for me i, I felt like he was more of a folk rock singer that is that, me personally but i, I really like i i did like him a lot i wound up not adding any of his music to my library but i wound up enjoying him overall i think he for me personally i think it was his vocals that really was sent it home for me i felt like he has like this nice whispery soft voice that just I don't know it sounds really good with his guitar work that he does for his music and it, it is it is really well done I really liked it Um some of the songs i I one of the things I really liked was his Fallen EP I wound up liking about every track on there and I have noticed with all of his releases he always releases an acoustic version of one of his earlier songs it's on literally all of his stuff and uh anytime like you see an acoustic version i think that's a really good version of the song as i mean not that they, the originals are bad but i i think the acoustics are much better so uh, if you ever like looking through his library and you see an acoustic version gravitate towards those because those are where the magic's at but yeah no i, li- I liked Rand overall i felt like he was pretty solid and i'm glad you picked him
0: so what's really funny about him for for Ren, I, I thought he was okay in my personal opinion uh, mostly because I am a little a little bit harsher on male vocalists for rock as well or just rock overall and if this makes sense, he really reminds me of Mukai Taichi with but he mostly just stays in the rock lane, so to speak.
1: it does make sense i i know exactly where you're coming from
0: and you know the song that really drove that home was ah <laughs> the literal song called ah <laughs> yep
1: Office Brenbrandt. friend brandt
0: yeah and well i did like it it, it really was like yeah no i can kind of see what I'm, I'm i'm really thinking here you know, there is Lifesaver, which you know, for the life of me I kept on thinking was another song and I've heard about it before. It and, it's Sharon. You know, shaky view. Feeling... Yeah, no, I I can. I just <laughs> <laughs> and the the what I'm feeling also off of Lifesaver was really good. I did like laid back as well, existence. I, I I really had a good time with that. Overall, I thought he was a really solid artist, but just a little bit of my uh, harsher criticisms kind of got into my way of really fully enjoying him like I would have so to speak
1: Yeah, I completely understand
2: and one thing I did forget to mention I did want to say is I do feel like he could mix it up a bit more that was one of the things that I did notice was I felt like a lot of his tracks were kind of in the same vein uh, and I really would like to see him mix it up just a bit more than what he does.
0: Honestly, I'll be the opposite of you, Gray. I think that the style that he has right now is perfectly fine. Because what you said earlier about him being more type of transitioning into folk, you can't really mix that up all too much. (laughs) And the fact that that is a a good point. That is a very good point. I will give you that. Also a lot of and then a lot of his latest release, like you just said comes with the acoustic version. I don't think you can really shake that up, so to speak.
2: Yeah. If I he mean, was
0: doing 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 the Mukai Taichi way of like well, kind of going in and out of several things. So
2: well my, my 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 what I mean when I say shake up is the majority of his tracks are mid tempo. And he, I would like to see him either do ballad or maybe do an upbeat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I okay. mean, he does have a couple of upbeat tracks, uh, or at least a higher beats per minute, especially on Rembrandt. I noticed like one or two tracks did pick up the pace a bit. So he is starting to mix it yeah. up a bit. But uh, like if you listen to his first two albums, they're almost all entirely mid tempos. And that's what I mean when mm-hmm. I say shake it up a bit, is is mm. play a little bit with the BPM and do a, uh, be a little bit more flexible about that.
0: Yeah, like, I would say the the criticisms that you have towards him is the same criticisms that we used to have towards Yudi. But Yudi now has kind of shaken it up, or now, so to speak, with his latest releases. So I kind of like that specific way now. So I can kind of see what you mean, though.
1: Yeah same like going from all his albums and I will say like Rembrandt I feel like he is trying to shake it up a little bit compared to Lights and Lifesaver uh, Lifesaver. and I'm looking forward to hearing all of Rembrandt just to see what he adds to it especially it's been a little while since he re- released a full-length album so I'm hoping to hear a little bit different style tracks than you know more the mid-tempo but I, I feel like he's an artist to watch for I do love his acoustic versions because I feel like it does showcase his talent more than anything. But I do agree, it's hard to mix up when mix things up when you do acoustic or you do that certain folk type style.
0: But yeah, you know, I want to say thank you for introducing us to Ren here and I can't wait till the the roundup again if he does release something within the next month or so that I can't wait.
1: I'm looking forward yeah. to it as well.
2: Yeah, it'll be nice because at least Rembrandt will be fully out because it only has like five tracks on it that's currently available on Apple Music and to get our uh, hands on that full release I think will be really nice and I'll, I'm eager to see what that full album looks like.
0: Yeah, but with that, let's continue on to the Archon here and this week was a little bit of a fall down from last week, I would say. yeah. It wasn't a good week. I mean, it was okay, but yeah. Yeah. But with that, let's continue on to number 10 here, and it is Dry Flower by Yudi. And nothing more we can say here. It's been going in and out for like the last couple of months here. Just when I think it's going to go away, it comes back right back up with a brand new release. But... This week, Dry Flower sold a lovely 24,649 points. And going on up to number 9, it is Cry Baby by Official Higegandism. Now I can probably see this going on the outs mostly because I believe the anime that it's attached to is over. Tokyo Revengers. I think this first season has officially ended, yes. Okay. But, so yeah, I can see it on the outs pretty soon. And this week, it's all a lovely 26,064 points. And once again, going on to number eight, it is the lovely Suihei Sen by back number. And because we missed you on here last week when it first debuted, Luna, why don't you give us your thoughts about this? song?
1: So I really love Sui Hen by back number. I mean, in general, whenever back number comes on the charts, it's always a treat because I, I tend to forget about them till they have a release and then I remember how much I love them and sweet Hem was definitely one of probably my favorite tracks by them. I think my favorite still probably happy birthday that I've listened to recently but I think sweet say is a solid track and I mean out of last week it was my favorite of the week. And this week, it's definitely still up there for my top of the week because it's solid. I mean, back numbers, vocals, the composition are just perfect.
0: Yeah, no, like like I said last week, this shows from Happy Birthday that they can kind of progress and not really rely on their latest releases. So,
2: Yeah, I went back after last week's episode and downloaded it to my library, and I've been listening to this track a little bit throughout the week, and it's really good.
0: Regardless, so, you say, and so the lovely 30,709 points this week And going on Up to number 7 It is the Lovely Mirai Yoho Hallelujah and Tiny Stars By Layla of the Wonderful <laughs> Love Live Series Now as our resident Love Live person Luna how did you feel about this song?
1: <laughs> I love both of them. I I loved both Mirai, Yoho, Haririya, and Tiny now, Stars.
0: Now, is this a subgroup from the third 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 uh release or is it from like Sunshine and the originals?
1: So I haven't followed the newest season, and I'm just gonna be honest because I, I'm waiting for it to come to Blu ray. It's from the new one, it's from Superstar. Oh, okay, okay. So, I, I, I remember talking about Layla before, and I've liked all the tracks they've released so far, and I'm very hyped for watching Love Life Superstar, because every single one of this group has been amazing. And I think Mirai Yoho Hallelujah and Tiny Stars are an example of that. Tiny Stars relies on the main vocalist, or the main Seyu, and I absolutely loved it. I mean, I thought it was a solid song. And... I mean, this single, I would go out and buy it in a heartbeat if I had the money because the whole single is solid. And I'm just going to be honest, like, I loved every one.
0: What about you, Graham? Yeah, uh,
2: I think this is a pretty solid release. I will say I favor Tiny Stars a bit more than uh, Mirai Yoho Hallelujah, But, uh, I mean, both tracks are pretty good and there's a lot to like about both of them the vocal work on them is really good it has a really great melody and it's sung really well that i think uh the seiyus are doing an excellent job and uh i'm i think this has been really good everything i've heard from the latest season of love live has been pretty solid i, I don't think i've heard anything too bad from them from all all stars and i'm not I'm not a Love Life fan, but you know, if I keep hearing this, like I'm be eager to watch that myself.
0: Yeah, and I think the reason why you probably like Tiny Stars a little bit more than Mirai Yoho Yo, Hallelujah, they're great, is because that was one of the endings for the, the the series, and I think because it doesn't need to pertain to a specific niche, they can kind of have a little bit more free reign that that's
2: fair i just i just think the melody in in tiny stars is better i I like the way that song flows a lot more and and um yeah uh, that is just me but it does sound like an ending theme i will like once you said that i was like oh i can totally hear this being an ending theme very very easily yeah
0: no i can uh when i was looking up a little bit more info for it yeah they played Yoho, Hallelujah as one of the ending themes for for the for the animes and Yeah, I was just like with a lot of these Seiyu groups and uh, anime groups that they they built off of Kind of like how a lot of other things with Bang Dream so to speak. I Think like a lot of the b-side tracks are really good because they don't have to pertain to a certain image so to speak and I that is really true with tiny stars and for me I loved both but yeah no I can totally agree why you really liked tiny stars though there you go but yeah this week it sold a lovely thirty one thousand two hundred and seventy two points and going on up to number six it is meat eye bay layak and seal now we don't really talk about Lark all too often, mostly because they are a come in and come out band that just kind of releases stuff whenever whenever they kind of want, so to speak. And so it's kind of difficult to latch onto them, especially now. <laughs> but overall, what did you guys think of Midai? Let's start with you, Gray. Yeah,
2: it's it's okay i don't really have a whole lot of history with larkin seal and i I don't know a ton about their music i have heard a few height songs especially through the kohaku and stuff so i know i know from that particular angle but like i said larkin seal is a little bit something i don't know too much about i think the song is okay I don't think it's particularly bad or anything like that. I think it's pretty solid for what it is. And it's it's got a good composition to it and everything. I didn't fall in love with it. And I, I don't see myself downloading it or going back and listening to it. But I think if you're a Larkin Seal fan, I think there's plenty there to like. And uh, I, I could see this being a crowd pleaser for their fans.
1: So I, I like Meat Eye. I mean... It's typical Lark and Seal. And I'm going to say, if you like the style with Hyde's vocals, you know, it's the usual. You'll like it. If you're a fan of this, you'll like it. If you're not a big fan of this type of Lark song, you're not going to like it. If you're not a fan of Lark in general, you're probably not going to like it. To me, it did bring back that nostalgia of when I got into Lark and Seal. So I did enjoy me Eye. It's not my favorite track by them. However, I love Hyde's vocals. I'm a sucker. So, I mean, for me, it's a plus, but that's because it's, it's more my style.
0: So not to beat a dead horse here, but I also agree with what everything you both just said. I think that if you're a Lark fan, you're going to love this song regardless. And, and, I, and I know how those fans are specifically. But for me, it, it's, it's the same style that I'm used to with Lark. Not saying that they haven't shooken it up before, because they have, if you looked throughout there, amazing! 15, 20 year, 25 year discography here at this point. They've done so many different styles and they've been such a a staple in the industry, with Hyde specifically. But for me, I was just one of those songs, kind of like how Kanaboon is, they release it, it's their style. Nothing really shaking it up at this point. And that's totally understandable because every single artist in Lark has their own other thing. And they kind of want to stand out from Lark. But it is what it is. Regardless, Mirai sold a lovely 35,095 points here. And going on up to number 5, it is Utano Prince-sama Shining All-Star CD3 by the lovely Utano Prince-sama Conglomerate. Now, what did you guys think of this lovely thing here? Let's start with you, Luna.
1: So, it was okay, to be honest. It's what I typically expect from Uta no Prince Sama. Just because I feel like you get what you get with the husbandos, and I'm just going to be honest with that. I mean, I I don't have too much to say on Grateful gr- Gr- grateful friends grateful ways i'm it I, I think for utaprans out of all the ones i've heard it was actually pretty solid i do understand why they're popular it's just not for me i'm not gonna go out of my way and listen to it on a regular basis now if i watch the show or played the games and that stuff yes i might be all over this but I mean, as a standalone song on the Oricon, Grateful Friends, Grateful Ways is decent. I mean, I think it's probably one of the I all the guys' vocal vocal shine in it and but it's still your typical Utano so
0: Uh. Yeah. What about you, uh
2: yeah, I don't know what I was expecting walking into this latest track, but Utunop Prince Sama's Shining All Star was actually a lot better than I was expecting it to be. I don't think I'd run out and buy this particular song or anything like that. But I liked the composition that they chose to work with. It seemed a little bit more toned down than they typically work with. And it really let the guys harmonize. And you could really hear the vocal work in this one. And it really... To me, this felt like a more vocal-heavy performance. And that's what I like to hear, especially in my male group. So I felt like this track particularly is a lot better and i don't remember ever really caring much for a uta uta no prince sama songs this is like the first one i've heard that i've really liked so i i thought this was pretty solid like i said i don't think i'd run out and buy it or anything like that because it's very standard fare nonetheless but overall it was better than i was expecting and for that i'll give it you know some props there because I, I wasn't expecting what I got, and I was really happy with that. So can't complain about that.
0: Funny thing is, I really did like Grateful Friends, Grateful Ways by by this by them, and it's probably really surprised me overall because I usually write off Uta no You know, it's 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 husband. Though. I'm not I'm not the demographic, unfortunately, for this this lovely project here, but. They really did surprise me with their Shining All-Stars CD3 here, or I guess Volume 3 because at this point. But, yeah, no, I mean, I really enjoyed my time with them, and probably is my song of the week out of all, everything released.
1: I can see that. I mean, it was interesting.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I could see that. Like I said, it... it... It was a lot better than I was expecting, and I, I could totally see that being probably your song of the week. It, it's going to be a lot better than the uh, the, the uh, other boy group song that we're going to talk about, so I, I could totally see that.
0: But yeah, with that, Utano Prince so much Shining All-Star CD3 sold a lovely 45,958 copies, because it was only physical only. But this week, let's... Continuing on next, let's go on to number four. And finally, it got dethroned from number two here. See so you cursed it, Greg. You cursed it.
2: I do have magical powers. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: So this week, it is Butter by BTS. Nothing much you can say. Like I said, I really want to eat some McDonald's after listening to the song. But that's neither here nor there. This week, it's a lovely 59,166 points here. And going on up to number three, it is Stranger by J01. So, because you weren't here last week, Luna, what did you think of Stranger by J01?
1: So, I'm going back and forth on, on this track, and I'm just going to be honest. Is J01, I typically, it doesn't cater toward me, their style. And when I originally heard, I know Stranger's a whole whole single because it was the track Real.
0: Yeah.
1: And when I originally heard Real, I didn't care for it. So I went back and actually revisited it more than once because last week I wasn't feeling it. And I'm just going to be honest. I really couldn't, I couldn't get into it. I went back and re-listened to it this week and I'm actually changing my opinion because I will say last week I did think yes it is their best track to date but it's still not for me and then I went back to it this week and I'm like actually I'm kind of changing my opinion this track's pretty good their vocals are very very well done they're not in that they're not completely in that place where my biggest issue is they don't know if they want to be J-pop or K-pop and they mix it together to the point I'm confused and I can't, I can't just, you know it just irks me. So yeah. I, I feel like with real going back and re-listening to it, I liked it a lot more than I did. And I, I still am going by this is their best song to date. I've been debating on hit the plus mark on it because I, After kind of going through it a little bit more today, I'm like, you know, I kind of like this. This is good. I mean, it's, I would like them to go more the real style. If they do more stuff like this, then I'm okay with it because I like what they're doing. I don't know if they're going to keep on with it, but, uh, you know, I'm going to go with I did like it. And, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm still teetering on it. Like I'm torn because I'm kind of like I really I I don't know if it's because I want to like it or I actually like it. (laughs) If that makes sense, you know, I there's some artists you really want to try to like but you can't like, and for them I I did want to like them, but at the same time I didn't like what you know the you know what the. I don't know if I want to be K pop, J pop type of thing, but at least with real, it felt more J pop than K pop, and I like their vocal shine to actually like the composition. But I don't know if I'm just trying to force myself to like them.
0: Well, yeah, this week, Stranger sold a lovely 81,320 points here. And going on up to number two, it is Weekend Citron by Equal Love. As you can tell, the show, the the change of tone in my voice, how I really love this song.
1: Oh, didn't we all?
0: <laughs> it's the best song of the week, man. What are you talking about? I'm going to slap you <laughs> I mean i've I've earned it, so i'm not I'm not gonna complain. You earned several slaps over the course of the three years we, three four years we've done of this. You are not wrong. But with that, what did you think about it then? Since you want to be so vocal about it. Oh
2: yeah, I'll I'll be happy to leave this off. Oh no, this is song of the decade, man, right here. This is this is good stuff.
0: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I, I'm kidding. I I think it's a hot mess. And honestly, Eagle loves, like, they've had a couple of tracks of, like, they're, they're hit and miss with me. But this track is all over the place. I don't know if it, I don't think it knows what it wants to be. And it just zips from one end to the other and nothing in between. Also, the fact that the energy level is dialed up to 96 does not help the song any at all. And it just, it it just doesn't work. I, I I think I know what it's trying to go for, but I didn't like it. I felt like this was a miss. I didn't get a chance to check out the rest of it because it's a meaty release. It's four four tracks overall and four instrumentals. So I I I want to go back and hear the other three tracks. There might be something in there worth worth mentioning, but. We, the lead track, Weekend Cintron, not not worth your time. I didn't think so, at least.
1: I second that. And here's why. It's all over the place. That is my biggest issue at Weekend Citron. It is very hyperactive, but it also has a tonal shift in it. And the odd rapping throws you off. And I just... This track doesn't know what it wants to be. And I have many issues with Weekend Citron. However... Like Grace said, it's a meaty single. The B-sides are actually better than Weakened Citroen. And I think the best track off of it is Koi Koishidao. I thought it was fantastic. Great composition, great vocals. This was the leading track. I'd give it a thumbs up, but Weakened Citroen is just a hot mess and it is way too much going on and it's just, it, it makes your head explode.
0: Yeah. So like for me. I really did not appreciate the tonal shift to the rap. If it was just pure pop, that's fine. It, it would have been a, an Equal Love song that I'm kind of just like lukewarm on. But the the shift into rap really b- bummed me, so to speak, of ever liking this song. And it, it's a shame because Equal Love, they have some really good songs occasionally that I've kind of been on the ropes with and it gets to the point that not equal not equal me is is overtaking them at this point now <laughs> but regardless this week weekend citron saw the lovely 96,684 points and going on up to this week's number 1 release it is the lovely Gunjo Runaway by the amazing group of Heisei Jump. Now, as our resident Heisei Jump fan here, Gray, why don't you give your thoughts about this release first? Sure, I'll be happy to, uh, because I I do. I I really liked Heisei
2: Jump. They're a group I've really come to like over the past year or two, and I was really hyped when I saw them at the number one at the top and it it kind of kills me to say i did not like this song but i, I did not like gunjo runaway i it's okay ish maybe i i didn't like it they're trying to do like some sort of like halloween theme song and there it's it's a little chaotic i felt like it just to me it didn't jive i know what they were trying to do i just don't think they succeeded in what they were trying to to pull off and it comes they tried away to as a
0: add a little bit of suspense I think within the composition and it just wasn't really jive yeah
2: yeah well yeah they tried to add like a little bit of suspicion with I don't know a little bit of dance because it's, it's a really upbeat track and it just I, I, like I said it, it's I think it's trying to do too much at once and I, I, I think when with that it just doesn't do it kind of just spins its wheels uh, so I didn't like Gunjo Runaway and it, that I hate to say that as a Heisei Jump fan. I, I really do. But it, this, this I think was a big miss and uh, you know, hope, hope for better next time because yeah, I, I, I wouldn't run out and buy Gunjo Runaway at all. I even as a fan, I wouldn't go out and buy the single as a like a collection thing. I'd be like, eh, nah, no, nah, I'd be happy with leaving this out of my collection. That's how much I did not like Gunjo Runaway. It was not, not good.
0: And <laughs> what about you, Luna?
1: I also did not care for Gunjo Runaway. Mimicking what Grey said, it is all over the place. It doesn't know what it wants to be. And I do understand where you kind of thought it was a Halloween theme because at first glance in the video, it looks like they have skeleton shirts, but it's more like of a brass band type shirt. Or like a band type of thing, um, orchestra? No, big band. I don't. Something related to a band, but just it was just all over, and you can hear that you know how it starts at the beginning with a kind of big band feel, and then it just goes into this met ma- this composition that it feels like it takes a couple shifts, and I think that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, what are you trying to do, or what are you trying to be? And I really wanted to like it because I always say I want to like say Jump. And so far, I feel like they're either hit, they hit, like hit, hit, I like it, or they miss significantly. And this for me was like Gunjo, Gunjo um, Runaway was a big miss for me, to be honest. So, and I wanted to like it. They're cute.
0: You know, when I see Heisei jump, I, I assume that I know what I'm going to get with them. However, with Gunjo Runway, I did not. My, my expectations were averted and everything like that. It was the, the the last Jedi of their releases, so to speak. Trying to be topical there, but it, it averted a lot of what I thought of them. And <laughs> for the worse, so to speak, because I... Personally did not like this as well. It's probably one of their worst releases, in my opinion, since we started covering them, and I've been highly critical of Heisei Jump as a whole. So for me to say that is a big screw up on their part. I think, but hey, I mean, they have their fans regardless of what they release, and this this release did very well regardless of how we thought about it. As it sold a lovely two hundred and thirty-six thousand four hundred and seventy-eight points here, and with that, let's go on to the albums real fast here. As you know, you got the soundtrack for the Dragon and Hime soundtracks so of Bell. I believe that's what the the, the English localization name for this movie is. The original soundtrack took number ten. Yeah. BTS the best at number nine You got the Kimetsu no Yaiba Orchestra soundtrack on here. So I'm various about the things here You got Hashtag namai dake oboe de Kodasai by Mona featuring Honeyworks. So good that Honeyworks is on here Speaking of another pop thing here. You are you by Hikawa Kyoshi. He's really been transitioning into that pop very much so at number five <laughs> at number four it is enjoy slash good dice by girls too <laughs> it's really funny to see them and then at number three it is chaos chapter by tomorrow x together number two editorial by official hige Dandiza, and go to funk by Idrich. so congratulations to them but yeah I want to say thank you so much for listening to this lovely episode of Ongakudu. You can find us on all the lovely social medias on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the site where we talk about the Japanese music industry at ongakudu.com. You can follow our affiliates, Karyu Hunter. He is a variety streamer and going through a lovely, lovely things of the Pokemon games. And he's starting the dreamcast month i believe that's what he dubbed this year this month in september so go follow him at twitch.tv slash Hunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r can also follow our other affiliate Taff, who is a variety streamer also and he is going to be partaking in a lovely thing that both me and him called yacht timber where he is going to be playing Yakuza like a dragon for the majority of the month of September, and hopefully he'll like it so much. But yeah, you can follow him on twitch.tv slash timbertaft. You can also follow your lovely sister Rose on twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty. And lastly, you can follow fangirl has no name, who is a variety streamer in and of herself. And an aspiring author. You can follow her at has fangirlhasno name, F A N G I R L H A S N O N A M E. You can also fo- follow the podcast that me, Kyo, and Timber do, and Fangirl do, called Source. This week we talked about a whole bunch of giggle things, such as the lovely PS5, what is to expect about the new upcoming Pokemon games, and st- and such like that. You can follow it by looking up Koryu Hunter, same as his Twitch handle, on all podcast streaming services. You can follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Inaiba, I Roboco, Robo, and more Bang Dream. And where can we follow you, Gray? You can follow me on Twitter at Gray, where I'm on Twitter about what I'm watching,
2: what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. I just got caught up on all of my tokusatsu, so if you're interested in what I have to say, just follow me there. And you, Luna? You can follow me
1: on several of the social media, such as Twitter, My Anime List, Anime Planet, Kitsu, and Letterboxed as Luna Maria87. And you can follow me on Instagram as Nerdy Collector Luna. as spooky season is upon us. You will get to see a lot of horror memes, horror tweets, what I'm watching. So if you like that type of thing, follow me in all those places.
0: But yeah, once again, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha.
1: This is Luda. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and hope you have a great rest of your week. Ja matane.
2: And this is great. Hope everyone had a wonderful time. We'll be right back here next time. Bye bye.